you're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Well, Chris O'Brien is on the road again, but he's gotten Skype to work on his iPhone. So the reception's pretty decent, isn't it, Chris? I think so. Uh, Check one, two, one, two. Can you hear me? Well, that's a matter of speaking, but yes, you do seem to be coming in fairly decently. Yeah, so are you, even though uh, it's questionable. You're not feeling it today, huh? I woke up and I was in a cold sweat. You know, why are we talking about our illnesses? This is because when you get older. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're laughing, Don Ecker. Tell us about your illnesses. Well, uh, as a matter of fact, it's funny you should mention mention that. Yesterday, I had a bout of going through hell because I had to drive from the San Fernando Valley down to West Los Angeles to go to the VA hospital for an eye exam. Now. If you're not familiar with the sunny southern part of California, there is a little road called the 405, and it has a actually an infamous interchange at the 101, the Ventura Highway. And let me tell you what, it is considered the world's greatest car mousetrap. You go that route, and I've been in that part of Southern California. What would be in a normal city, a normal environment, maybe, what, a 10-minute trip takes two hours? Yep, yep. And I was going to tell you, on the way back, my wife and I, Vicki and I, got back home in 25 minutes because there was no traffic on the other side of the highway. But getting down there, it was an hour and a half of stop and go. So if uh, you're back there in the Midwest somewhere and you're complaining about traffic, Well, let me tell you what, you don't have too many complaints until you come to the 405. Yeah, you described it as a little old road. That's about the biggest highway. It's about eight, ten lanes. And (laughs) I've I've seen it backed up like a parking lot at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's our California for you, buddy. So how you guys been? Well, I was reading an article from one of your fellow curmudgeons, Don Ecker. And that, of course, is Kevin Randall. Oh, yes. I think that we put the two of you in one room. We will have more curmudgeonly behavior, if that's a word, (laughs) than possibly exists anywhere. He has a column on his site, A Different Perspective, entitled The Decline and Fall of Ufology. Now, the only thing I have to say before we go into this article, and I think you'll be interested, Don, is that this is a situation that has existed every single year since there was something called ufology. It has been declining It has fallen. And I think his latest rant is about Kingman, the alleged Kingman, Arizona UFO crash. Right, right. Which I don't know how many people even believe. Well, you see, the the thing about that, Gene and Chris, and and it's pretty simple, all right? If you look at it, you know, as a whole, the, the problem is we're talking about something that happened 40, 50, 60, 70 years ago. And why are we talking about that today? We're talking about that today because of several reasons. Number one, the lack of in-depth research where people are going out into the field, are going to places where alleged things happened, interviewing witnesses, 
taking physical measurements, doing basic 101 forensic science on a UFO sighting is just gone. It's evaporated. It is no more. So what has replaced that, guys? And, you know, when I left active UFO research back in 2006, 2007, I wrote a paper called My 20 Years in the UFO Fog, and that was one of the main points that I spoke about, which today research consists of somebody that has a eh, fleeting interest in it, maybe. They hang up a shield. They tell everybody they're a UFO researcher. They sit in mom's basement with their laptop computer. They Skype with their friends. They research on the web. And of course, we all know everything on the web is real. They draw their conclusions from that. You know, Back in 2006-7, when I wrote that paper, we had just, we, when I say we, I'm talking about my wife, who was the founder and publisher of UFO Magazine, had just left the magazine. It was taken over by the Burns, Bill and Nancy Burns. And the bottom line of that was, there was a, a falling out of sorts because They were bringing people into the magazine that previously I or Vicky would just simply not have tolerated. And it became very apparent because some of the first issues that were being published then involved things like the infamous, and I might add totally, totally discredited, Dulce Base shootout between Special Forces of the United States Armed Forces and Gray Aliens down in a secret underground cavern in Dulce, New Mexico. Now, now let me tell you before you go on, Don, that very concept wouldn't make it as a sci-fi channel Saturday evening movie. Wouldn't go. No, it wouldn't. And, and that is overall what we have, we as a, I even hesitate to say it, but a research community have devolved into. Recently, a month or so ago, I was asked to be a guest on a new radio show uh, hosted by none other than Richard Hoagland, Dick Hoagland of the Face on Mars fame. Hoagland now is doing a show immediately following Art Bell. He basically wanted to talk to me about my years in, in the UFO field, my research, my uh, the papers, the things that I've written, and so forth. Well, at the end of the program, he asked me if I would be willing to come back the next night. And I said, well, why? why what's going on? Well, I'm having a round pa- table panel, and I'd like to have you on. He said, Grant Cameron is going to be here. And also uh, Stephen Bassett. So I thought, well, that's a rather unusual mix. But okay, sure, I'll, I'll stay up again and do it. And uh, the theme of this show was, are you ready for this? It, it's actually kind of funny. Hillary Clinton's email servers. And what may or may not have had to do with God only knows what. You know, I was thinking before we mentioned Hillary Clinton's email servers, why don't we have a show on Jeb Bush's email server, and maybe have a show on Colin Powell's email server, and maybe have another show on the Republican Party's email server during the Bush administration, Bush 
two, as they call it, where millions of messages disappeared. So I guess if we're going to have crazy nonsense, let's have crazy nonsense, shall we? Okay, my point was, so we got around to talking about disclosure, okay? And primarily UFO disclosure. And my basic attitude was and is, look, with all the terrible things going on today in today's world, and I mean, I don't even need to start a litany of of what all that entails and involves, but with all of that, do you really, in your heart of hearts, believe that UFO disclosure is even at the bottom? of that list. Now I got to give Stephen Bassett credit for one thing. He has been tenacious in trying to bring this to the forefront of a discussion when it comes to things like UFOs. But the bottom line is it just simply ain't ever going to happen. Okay. I'll tell you what, what, what's going to happen right now is we have to do our break, but I do want to tell listeners to check our premium service, PowerCast Plus, at plus.thepowercast.com, plus.thepowercast.com. I'll tell you more in a moment. Don Ecker is telling us about this encounter, about a radio show, and about disclosure. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TechNightOwl for a special discount. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Sciatica, lower back pain, hip pain, poor posture. If you suffer from any of these problems, get ready to relax. Introducing an amazing product that's been in the market for over 25 years, the Sacro Wedgie. It was invented by a football coach using a common sense osteopath technique. He created this device to help his athletes by isolating and supporting the sacrum, which is the keystone of our anatomy. This wedge-shaped bone is in the center of our hips, where a lot of pain starts. Simply relax 20 minutes daily on the amazingly simple Sacro Wedgie and let gravity do the work, helping muscles rebalance and start releasing nerves. Sit in the sacral wedgie at the computer or while traveling to help correct posture to finally help relieve those stubborn aches and pains for only $33.95. It's made in the USA, so click the family-owned website at sacrowedgie.com, spelled S-A-C-R-O-W-E-D-G-Y.com, or call 1-800-737-9295. That's 1-800-737-9295. Relax your back pain away with the sacral wedgie. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. 
I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. You wouldn't go camping in the Everglades without bug spray, would you? It's in our nature to protect ourselves, especially when protection is simple and affordable. That's why IDStronghold.com has been providing affordable RFID protection for over 10 years. ID Stronghold wallets protect you from electronic pickpockets who pass near you with scanners and steal the information on the RFID chips in your credit and debit cards. IDStronghold.com is a technology company, so we understand how to best protect you against intrusive radio waves. ID Stronghold wallets are designed to block RFID signals, opened or closed, no matter where in the wallet you put your cards. Most other RFID wallets on the market were designed with only fashion in mind and do not shield properly, if at all. When you're shopping for your next wallet, be sure to get the protection you deserve by going to IDStronghold.com. Because getting anything else is like using latex gloves as oven mitts. Ouch. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Okay, let me tell you, Matt, we have a lifetime program now for Paracast Plus. And that means for the rest of your life, the rest of my life, the rest of Chris's life, we have a special package that if you sign up for the lifetime program, it doesn't need to be renewed because it works forever as long as we're around. And that's part of our Paracast Plus feature where you get the ad-free version of this show, you get the After the Paracast podcast, and so much more. Plus.thepowercast.com. We also give away free ebooks. It's very complicated, so I'm not going to read all the things here. If you subscribe for a year or more, you get free ebooks from Chris O'Brien. You got the lifetime membership for only $300, but starts at $5 for a month. It's cheaper than a lot of those premium podcast packages out there. Plus.thepowercast.com. Don Ecker, so let's continue with the story. So disclosure is one of those things that I, I think I can say is simply a wet dream in the minds of many ufologists that have not really taken the time to sit down and take an in-depth look at what has been going on. Now, I am getting ready to interview for my show, Dark Matters Radio, which incidentally is carried on Cyberstation USA, an author of a brand new book called Silver Screen Saucers, a Brit by the name of Robbie Graham. As a matter of fact, I was interviewed for uh, the book 
on a rather murky, legendary incident that happened in the UFO field back in 1995 that basically I hosted. And that was a two-week sojourn that I took for Disney, the Walt Disney Company, down in Orlando, Florida. Now, at that time, Disney had put together a brand new attraction in their Orlando park called the Extra Terror Estrial Attraction. And it was about, as a matter of fact, I, I was there. I never got a chance to see it because Michael Eisner would not let anybody go into uh, this attraction. But uh, I was invited to come down and host a two-week symposium with what were then the top UFO research people in the United States. They were to come in in two groups, one for week one, one for week two. And in conjunction with that, Disney had hired a production team to come down and film a television show, a television program hosted by Robert Urich of Spencer for Hire fame. Now, Urich was uh, then uh, a very well-known television personality. The two-week symposium started. Now, some of the people, just to give you an idea of who I brought in, were people like George Knapp. Zachariah Sitchin, Kevin Randall, Donald Schmidt, Dr. Barry Taff, Tor Darlene, who's also better known as William Bromley of the Gods of Eden fame, Clifford Stone, because of his then really stellar in-depth document-finding service that he was carrying on. Jesse Marcel Jr., Russ Estes, the founder of UFO Magazine, Vicky, my wife. It was a stellar lineup. The shocking thing was, and I never once was able to reconcile this in my mind, the highest attended day in both weeks, we may have had 10 or 12 people show up. Now, with a lineup like that, and you think back to that time period of the cases that were then ongoing. On American TV, guys, week in and week out, you could not turn on the television and not find a show with a UFO, alien sighting type of thing tie-in anywhere on any of the networks. It was wall-to-wall UFOs. So I was at a loss to explain why. As a matter of fact, one of the attendees, Bud Hopkins, whom I had brought in, because Bud was the guy to go to with abduction research and abduction stories, just up in the middle of the week and left. He was so upset that there was nobody there. Didn't even say goodbye to me, which incidentally I I was kind of miffed at at the time but he just left. And I kept thinking to myself, why would this have happened? Well, I never came to a conclusion. So about a year ago, when Graham was in the process of finishing up this book, he got in touch with me. Uh, Hey, Don, he said, I'd like to talk to you about this Disney thing. I said, sure. So I sent him some photographs, which are included in the book and some other things. And he interviewed me about this story. And it never became clear to me until the book came out. His conclusions were spot on. And what, what were they? 
Well, back in 1995, okay, during that period of time, the internet as we know it today was non-existent. Email was spotty to say the least. I mean, we're talking over 20 years ago. It had not yet matured to what we are used to today and take for granted, quite frankly. So the bottom line was, how else would the powers that be get a pulse on the UFO field to bring all these people into one spot, just listen to them as to what they had to say? I am now convinced that that was an intelligence manipulation to find out what the pulse was on American UFO research in 1995. Now, a lot of people may think that's a little paranoid, but the bottom line is this book details 60-plus years of intelligence and the military's grubby little fingers into this quote-unquote non-existent field. There's nothing to UFOs. There's no national security considerations. And if you believe that, I've got some prime bottomland in Florida and a bridge in Brooklyn I'll be willing to sell you. Well, you know what? The way values have grown in Brooklyn, that it might actually have some value. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I was even looking at the place, one of the places where I lived on Newport Street in Brooklyn, New York. And it's a four-family four house. And it looked in pristine condition. I'm kind of thinking, you know, hmm. So maybe that bridge would be something to sell. But seriously speaking here, the UFO subject, as we say in terms of the field, is going to hell in a handbasket, as we keep saying on the show. But we're still here. So something is going on, and there's enough serious work going on that despite all our feelings about these things, despite our feelings when we run into something like the, as Kevin Randall calls it, the not Roswell slides, it doesn't go away. It just never goes away. Obviously, there are still enough sightings and what have you that come to the forefront. And there are still a lot of people that are interested that would like to get to the bottom of, of what this mystery is. We'll get to the bottom of what this mystery is, possibly in the next segment with Don Ecker. Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Healthy, organic, fresh fish, robust, mouth-watering vegetables, all from your home. It's called aquaponics. This brilliant, self-sustaining protein and veggie system is perfect for year-round growing. Know exactly where your food is coming from. Aquaponicsource.com is the one-stop shop for all your needs. Fish, fish food, plumbing, full systems, classes, and more. Learn to build your own system. Go to aquaponicsource.com for a free guide to aquaponics. That's aquaponicsource.com. 
Paid non-attorney spokesperson Ricky LeBlanc admitted in Mass only. Sokolov Law LLC, Chestnut Hill, Mass. Ken Levan, responsible attorney in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Greg Hobby, New Jersey. The choice of lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, most cases of this type are referred to other attorneys for principal responsibility. If you know what mesothelioma is, you or someone you love has likely been impacted by this devastating cancer. You may be entitled to compensation. Call Sokolov Law today. 1-800-218-HELP. The only known cause of mesothelioma is asbestos exposure. Thousands of hardworking men and women, including many U.S. veterans and industrial workers, have been diagnosed with mesothelioma because manufacturers knew the dangers but put profits ahead of people. An estimated $30 billion in court-ordered trust has been set aside to pay money to asbestos victims. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma, call now. You may be entitled to receive compensation without ever going to court or filing a lawsuit. Call for a free legal consultation at 1-800-218-HELP. That's 1-800-218-HELP. If you're like me, you're concerned about the stock market and the economy. You're asking the questions, but it just doesn't seem that you're getting the right answers. Well, my friends at the Wealth Preservation Institute not only have the answers, but they've put together a free report, How to Survive the Upcoming Economic Collapse and Protect Your 401Ks, IRA Savings, and Retirement Income. Don't hesitate. This report's for free for a limited time by calling 888-772-2929. That's 888-772-2929. Take back your financial lives today. My name is Bill Bonner, and I'm the president of the largest private news and research network in the world. And I paid for this airtime because I have an important message to the American people. There's a change coming that the government isn't telling you about. This change has deep implications for life in America. From where you shop, to the doctors you visit, and the family you want to protect. Look, I've made predictions like this before. Thing is... I was right then, too. A few years ago, I warned that housing prices would collapse. They did. Before that, I warned that dot-com companies would crash. They did. Those who listened had a chance to save themselves. But this has nothing to do with the stock market. This will affect us all. You can watch the video for free right now by going to disappearingdollar.com. Again, that's disappearingdollar.com. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't take on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. Hi, this is Joshua P. Warren, author of The Poor Man's Paranormal, and you're listening to The Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Chris O'Brien is on the road this week. He's using Skype on his iPhone, and unlike the normal cellular connection where he's lost in digital haze, there is not much digital haze this time, Chris, right? Sounds pretty good to me. I've got you uh, plugged into Clifford's audio system in his truck, so it sounds like I'm listening to uh, talk radio. <laughs> it's great. The other thing is you're coming in a bit low. If you can figure a way to turn up that volume, that'll be fine. I'll just uh, speak a little closer to the phone. How's that? That works. That works. Okay. So he's in a truck right now. He is indeed. We're just leaving Flagstaff on our way to the confluence of the Little Colorado River and the Colorado River 
looking for the fabled back door to the underground city that the Pueblo people say they they go into the city underground and are cared for during earth changes until it's safe to re-emerge through the Sipapu uh, or Sipapulima and then repopulate the continents. In 1909, of course, as we've discussed on the show, uh, a prospector claimed he'd found the back door to the underground city. And uh, we're combining the research of several individuals, including uh, Jack Andrews, our good friend, a uh, friend of the show, Gary Davids uh, and David Hatcher Childress. And we've got a crack professional drone pilot. And we're going to map the section of Marble Canyon where we believe the entrance is. And if it's there, we're going to find it. So for the next couple of days, we're going to be doing a meticulous mapping with a super top of the line drone that has a camera that's four times the resolution of high def. So boy, if, if it's there, I, I have a real strong feeling we're going to find it. So wish us luck. <laughs> It's going to be perfect weather, 70 degrees during the day, low 40s at night. And, uh, of course, I'm shooting video as well. So uh, this may be our first video uh, up on the Paracast Plus video channel. Oh, that's right. We have to mention that we have been planning to do a video channel, but just turning out videos and having them be good or even offering a sampler takes a little bit of time. Yeah. It's, it doesn't go together quite as quickly as a radio show. No. The other thing I think about it, every time that you talk about this hidden city and about a civilization moving into a place like that during times of trouble, shall we say, I think of Deros and Tiros. It's hard not to. In the course of your research when running around the mysterious valley and everything, did you run across legends of strange races and caverns? Well, the Indians say, the Pueblo Indians have a tradition of the ant people who are actually the custodians of the underground city, and they care for the people when they're uh, below ground. And according to the alleged uh, claim by the prospector, Kincaid, uh, they estimated that this complex could hold between 50 and 60,000 people. So it's like the original <laughs> continuation of government or COG facility. <laughs> and... Uh, Grandfather Martin of the Hopi said, you know, it's going to be all the, you know, the good people, but we're going to have to bring some bad people, too, because they have the knowledge that we need to bring uh, out into the fifth world. So even some uh, shady characters are going to be included in the uh, the gang that's uh, taken down below, as the story goes. And, of course, this is all um, this is all subject to uh, interpretation. But, again, if there is a backdoor and some sort of infrastructure that was left behind, concrete pads, that sort of thing. I think we have a really good chance of uh, locating it. Well, boy, and, uh, Chris, I hope I make the cut because I'd love to see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we've had, heard rumors since we were out there in 2012. Right above this uh, spot uh, is where a proposed Navajo casino uh, is. Uh, could There's a chance that they could uh, actually, uh, you know, cut through all the red tape with the Pueblo people. And, you know, it's a Navajo uh, it's Navajo. Uh, politically controlled by the Navajo, but it's a Pueblo people's uh, sacred site. So, uh, you know, it's going to be really, if they do uh, go ahead with the construction of the casino, uh, it's going to, you know, we might have a range war going on out here because the Pueblo people are just absolutely up in arms, uh, almost literally, uh, against it. So, you know, we're we're hoping that uh, rumors that I've heard about security personnel and new roads and, and things um, have been, you know, put in in place out there 
since 2012 when we were here. And we're going to find out within uh, a couple, three hours, we're going to find out. One thing we do have operating in our favor is Clifford Mahuti has uh, the right as a Pueblo person to get permission to go out there. You do have to gain, uh, you have to have a permit to go out to the area. And uh, because Clifford uh, is a Zuni, he has every right to ask to go out there to do ceremony. So he's kind of our, our ticket in. You know, they might tell a bunch of white boys, no, sorry, uh, it's closed. We can't let anybody in today or whatever. They can make up any excuse they want. But with Clifford uh, along, it's uh, going to be difficult for them to say no. So we're, we're trying to keep all our bases covered. And, of course, I'll have an update next week. Uh, once we get back, we're, we're looking forward to, uh, to <laughs> some pretty exciting stuff. So the weather's perfect. Uh, we got the tools. We got the talent. Sounds a little bit like Ghostbusters. Indeed. Ernie Hudson. Yep. <laughs> that's his line. Didn't have much of a career after Ghostbusters, but that's let's get back to the world of UFOs here. So Chris is going somewhere, and if he doesn't return next week, we know why. Don Eckert. All right. Since you mentioned that Richard Hoagland's doing a show after Art Bell's on a network that has the same name, as your show, and I'm not going to get into that right now. We're hearing more things about Martian mysteries in light of the discovery of flowing water or the revelation of flowing water on Mars by NASA. Is that a step to something or just, well, that's what it is? Uh, my personal opinion on that, and you know me, Gene, I, I never try to couch what I'm thinking is just complete crappiola, okay? Now, why do I say that? Well, it's real simple. Back in 2004, when I began the first incarnation of Dark Matters Radio, okay, that was before anybody had copped the, the title of my show. We began broadcasting uh, on a satellite radio network, and uh, we, myself, and Dwight Schultz. Now, Dwight lived about a block away from uh, a neighbor of his, a friend of his, who happened to be a scientist at JPL, okay? And this guy, who shall remain nameless, because I certainly don't want to put any heat on him, but this guy uh, knew about Dwight's interest in the UFO topic. He knew that Dwight had uh, co-hosted with me on my very first radio show, UFOs Tonight, back in the early 90s. And uh, he was actually one of those people privately, who was willing to discuss the merits and, and uh, the non-merits of UFO research that was going on then. And he told Dwight in a private conversation that Schultz relayed to me was that at that time, they had already discovered water on Mars. Now, everybody knew about the snowpacks up on the, on the poles of Mars, but they were aware of free-flowing water. And at that time, I expected almost weekly that JPL would announce that. They never did. And why they never announced it never made sense to me. Kind of like the Disney people. Why would you bring in 
around 20 of the top people in their respective fields, which happen to be UFO research, and not promote it. Well, NASA was continuously being sliced and diced by Congress, having funds taken away from them. And an announcement like that, free-flowing water on Mars, could have only helped them, okay, in securing more government money for further research. Let's do our break there and then continue about free-flowing water on Mars and the implications. We have Don Ecker, Dark Matters Radio Show, the one, the original. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. For listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Conspiracy Journal is your number one source for the hidden world of the weird and strange. We bring you thought-provoking and controversial material for free-thinking individuals who are seeking what is really going on in our world today. Some of this material may adversely affect you. Other pieces are meant to enlighten. Either way, be prepared to be intrigued by such things as the reality of UFOs, ghosts, strange creatures from time and space, hidden conspiracies, time travel, Nikola Tesla, suppressed technology, and a whole lot more. You can find out more by visiting our website at conspiracyjournal.com. There you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter sent directly to your email address. Find out what they don't want you to know. Hi, I'm Rick Osick with Famous Footwear. Did you know that premature birth is the number one killer of babies? That's why we support the March of Dimes in the fight against premature birth. Join us in supporting cutting-edge research, treatment programs, and outreach to help moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Learn how you can help save babies' lives at marchofdimes.org. So you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At ContractorExam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, ContractorExam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.ContractorExam.com today. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich, working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare, having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. 
At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom106.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number 106.com. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom106.com. There are hundreds of silver products on the market today, but there's nothing like the astonishing health benefits of the multi-patented One Silver Solution. Boost your immune system at a great price with our Silver Solution Liquid, starting at $12.95 a bottle, now available in regular and extra strength. That's half the price of the leading competitors. Call 844-USE-SILVER for your free catalog or go to onesilversolution.com, onesilversolution.com. There is only one Silver Solution. Hi, this is nuclear physicist lecturer Stanton Friedman. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So, Don Ecker, let's continue that discussion here. Okay, so you didn't hear, as you expected, regular revelations about the situation on Mars. So how do we frame that? That for whatever reason, okay, for whatever reason, JPL simply felt that it was not in their interest to uh, relay the fact that they were aware of water on Mars. Now, I could sit here and speculate from now until all the cows come home about why that is. I have no idea. As a matter of fact, uh, factually, I have no idea. But they've been sitting on that in excess of 10 years. Now, suddenly, we get this announcement that water has been discovered on Mars. Well, you know, for as far as I am and my audience, I've talked about this a number of times. My audience is aware of of this story about JPL and uh, their discovery of water on Mars over 10 years ago. Now, uh, a friend of mine... Uh, Dr. John Brandenburg, who is a plasma physicist. He's uh, been on the Paracast. Right. A real honest-to-peat rocket scientist. He and I have talked about this. And, of course, Brandenburg has a really in-depth curiosity about Mars, has written a, a number of books on Mars. As a matter of fact, he believes he discovered an atomic Uh, artificial, I might add, an artificial atomic detonation on Mars. Somebody nuked Mars at some time in the past. And he wrote a book on this. Uh, We were talking about JPL. And we were talking about not only JPL, but NASA in Houston. Now, according to Brandenburg, there has been a schism between JPL and Houston for a long time. And the schism is pretty simple, actually. JPL is firmly in the camp of sending robotic explorers to Mars. Okay. We want to explore Mars, but we want to just do it with robots. Okay. Like is there right now, as a matter of fact, 
Houston, on the other hand, ultimately wants to send astronauts. There lie the problem. Who gets the money to do what? And boy, I'll tell you, it's been hammering tongs and knives and meat cleavers, according to Brandenburg, between these two factions. So what ultimately develops out of it is anybody's guess. How far can we take this? Now, just because you have some water flowing on Mars, it doesn't mean you can go there and have a drink, have a little water to wet your whistle. It doesn't mean you can grow potatoes on Mars, which Matt Damon is doing in the same movie, The Martian. Why not? Why not? Look, if we have the ability and the technology to get to Mars, and Mars has free-flowing water available. Sure, we can treat it and drink it. This water could be uh, treated to turn it into rocket fuel. Okay, that's the point. It can be treated, just the raw water, right? I agree with you. In fact, the water where I live has to be treated because you can't drink this water. So you're saying here, of course, that yeah, we can take the raw ingredients and do things with it and create a livable environment. The same thing with the moon, okay? There's ice on the moon. My God, Gene, they discovered ice on the planet Mercury, which is right next to the sun. Right, exactly. What's telling me here is that if other conditions are right, you're going to find some kind of life almost everywhere. Exactly. And that's that's been the new paradigm for a long time. As a matter of fact, not too awfully long ago, a NASA spokesperson said, well, we're going to discover life in the next, oh, 10 to 20 years. Of course, they've been saying that forever. But what kind of life were they talking about? Were they talking about sentient life or were they talking about some other kind of life? Well, I, I'm pretty sure about 99% they were talking about finding things like lichens, like bacteria, uh, that type of life, not the ty- type of life that we are most curious about. It's the law of diminished expectations. Yeah, you could certainly say that. But life is life, okay? Life is life, and that would truly be currently one of the greatest discoveries that we've had in the last several centuries. Now, Is there anything currently, currently, that would suggest life is out in the cosmos? Well, sure. A few years ago, and as a matter of fact, uh, on one of my appearances on the Paracast, I talked about this. Brandenburg put me onto a story about a meteorite that had crashed that had some type of organic material in it. And at the time, it created quite a brouhaha. The brouhaha was that the White House, okay, the administration, not the Obama administration, if uh, memory serves, I believe it was the Clinton administration, but one of the administrations tried to crunch that announcement. And I tried to get in touch with a scientist that discovered this and who was squashed, who worked at NASA, by the way. 
And uh, the guy was not willing to go on the record. He feared retribution if he did. So, sure, we have known in some quarters uh, of officialdom for a very, very long time that there is organic life out there at the least, okay? At the least, there is organic life. Now, I... And maybe you can take a look at this and and, uh, uh, kick some ideas my way. I just can't understand the reticence that official dumb, official dumb, all right, in NASA, in the government, the military, the intelligence, why they are so scared to death of making these types of announcements. I just don't understand it. Well, I kind of think, just to throw an idea into the pot here, that we're hearing an announcement that is on maybe one level of the information they have. We're getting the basics. And it's all part of gradually acquainting us to the fact that life is plentiful in the universe and that some of that life may be intelligent. But it takes baby steps. It's all coming in baby steps. And that's I what this is. This is a baby step. Now, it may be that in Mars, that's all you get. It would I just, be microbial. I just, I just watched on the Science Channel, uh, or no, maybe it was the AHC Channel. Yeah, so this, this special involved galaxies. Now, most people, when they talk about the cosmos, really don't take into uh, consideration what a galaxy is and how vast it is. For example, our galaxy, the Milky Way, is from end to end over 100,000 light years in length, all right? That encompasses billions upon billions of stars, many billions of stars, and many of those have planetary systems. So, You know, mathematically, just looking at our own galaxy, the chances of intelligent life out there is vast. Now, this, however, this show was talking about the universe, okay, and how the universe is laid out and the routes that galaxies travel And they showed a graph, Gene, that was mind-boggling in its scope, where literally millions of galaxies were flowing down this one route to basically what was a traffic jam of galaxies. Now, the the scale, we're talking about billions of light years. So it's beyond human comprehension. But when you consider how many galaxies we are aware of currently, which is many hundreds of billions of galaxies, I mean, it's just simply human hubris if we think we are the only life forms in the cosmos. It's stupid. Before we get on with that, we've got Don Eckert joining us from Dark Matters Radio. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today.
Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack! Attack! of the Rockoids. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes, The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans the galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack, Attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack, Attack of the Rockaway, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Okay, Chris is on the road in a truck, on Skype on his iPhone, which is better than just using a regular cellular network. We have Don Ecker of Dark Matters Radio. Before we go on with the life in the universe thing, the show you're doing has been somewhat erratic of late. What's going on with your network? The bottom line was that the carrier of the signal, okay, back in uh, July, the bottom line was they basically changed up how they were doing business. And when they did that, they didn't bother to notify the network. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, really. And suddenly, okay, the network was not able to connect onto them. Then they got hit with a bill that was six times, literally six times what they had been paying monthly for what apparently was reduced service. So they had to find somebody else. They just couldn't continue on in that vein. And when they were finally ready to come back, my computer... Uh, which I do the show out of, took a hiccup. And there was no rhyme or reason to that. You know, my wife jokingly said, well, the secret government came in and did something. Well, I worked on it literally for weeks and could not figure out. My, my microphone was not being recognized by the computer. My system 
was not recognizing the Mackie board. There was a problem with my uh, audio card, and I had a good close friend of mine come out who's a real computer guru, worked on it. Uh, he had to make several trips out here, a three-hour drive one way. I mean, this was really above and beyond on his part. And uh, we finally discovered that my software for my audio card had flipped a switch. It was virtually impossible unless you flipped every switch and tested everything. But now, this is a software switch. We're not talking about a hardware jumper or something. Exactly. A software switch. Oh, okay. Well, that, anything can happen with computers. All right. So you finally got that fixed. Yeah, we're, we're back on the air now. And the network has it together with their backbone provider. Well, that's good. That's good because we need that and we need to keep the solid, responsible voices going in this field because you see what a mess is. Let's go back to Mars and life in the universe. So I was saying to kind of cut to the chase here that this information about water on other worlds, it's a baby step, a very tiny baby step towards revealing it's a lot more than that. Now, I would think on Mars, for example, if a civilization arose there, they would simply go underground, chasing the natural resources such as they were, if such a thing existed. Well, Gene, here's the thing. Once again, we're talking about human hubris. Our civilization, our culture is barely even into its infancy. Okay. We officially only recognize approximately 6,000 years of human civilization. Now, Granted, there have been some archaeological discoveries in recent years, and I'm talking about the last decade or two, that show that, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, boy, oh, boy, there were humans around a long time. Uh, I'm talking about that archaeological site in Turkey. I'm talking about cities, ancient cities like Jericho, okay, who are mentioned in the Bible that go back 9,000 B.C., all right, which is 3,000 years before the arise of the civilization in Sumner. Now, sure, there was a lot going on that we have no clue about. But when you're talking about another planet, especially one that we have never stepped down on, boots on the ground, so to speak, it's hard to say what may have been there in the past. Now, what kind of past are we talking about? Our star, our solar system, is 5 billion years old, approximately. Earth has been here, not in its present form, of course, but Earth got started roughly four and a half billion years ago. What may have been going on on this planet a hundred thousand years, which is an eye blink or, or barely an eye blink, is beyond the pale. We have no idea. And if something was here, personally, I think it's highly possible, then there would be very, very little left to discover. Although, as we all know that have been paying attention to this field for any length of time, 
there have been those oddities, those ooh parts that have been discovered in the past that have absolutely uh, no genesis to go back to. Things like what appear to be a spark plug embedded in a geode. Uh, things like uh, uh, the book by Michael Cremo and others who have documented discoveries that go back literally millions of years that are just inconvenient facts that science shuffles to the side. So the bottom line is we are genuinely, as Graham Hancock once famously observed, we are a people with a, a amnesia. We have no idea what may have been going on. Even 20,000 years ago, I personally think it's highly likely there was a high civilization around. I mean, we've had the myths of Atlantis by Plato going back several thousand years. Is it possible there was some high civilization? I think it's likely, Gene. So Richard Shaver was right, or partly right anyway, about for some reason due to a global catastrophe or something, maybe an advanced race existed, but maybe they went to caverns to stay alive. Maybe they're here now, and that's what brings us UFOs. We talk about breakaway civilizations. Something happened here, which is slowly being talked about, about 12 or 14,000 years ago. Something happened. Now, why do I say that? Well, at that time period, okay, half of what today is the United States was covered by an ice cap, the end of the last ice age. Half of what today is the USA was covered by roughly a mile of ice. And then within about a thousand years, it was gone, just gone. Whatever that thing was that happened and incidentally changed the global climate of the entire planet, including the Middle East, which had been uh, pretty temperate then, there are cities that dried up and blew away practically overnight because they no longer received rainfalls. And some of these are, are pretty famous areas over in the Middle East. I personally think it was an asteroid or cometary hit, not of the size that took out the dinosaurs, probably a heck of a lot smaller, but something hit, caused the ice caps to melt, the ice recede, the oceans rise approximately 100 plus feet or more that would have washed away any civilization on the coastline anywhere on the planet. Something happened and uh, we just don't know what it was. And, and we do know, however, that at that time period in the United States, what today is the United States, the fauna that was running loose, things like horses, which we had here, camels, uh, mastodons, great woolly mammoths, uh, saber-toothed cats. We're going to get a saber-toothed creature from the network if we don't break. We don't want that to happen. Watch out for those saber-toothed network people. We have Don Ecker. 
You're in the Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. ParanormalDate.com. And use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Healthy, organic, fresh fish, robust, mouth-watering vegetables, all from your home. It's called aquaponics. This brilliant, self-sustaining protein and veggie system is perfect for year-round growing. Know exactly where your food is coming from. Aquaponicsource.com is the one-stop shop for all your needs. Fish, fish food, plumbing, full systems, classes, and more. Learn to build your own system. Go to aquaponicsource.com for a free guide to aquaponics. That's aquaponicsource.com. Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Then get on board with the tax admiral and let us steer your way to financial freedom. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. They can freeze your bank accounts, seize your car, home, will garnish your paychecks and benefits. Don't take on the IRS alone. I can fight for you using industry secrets that can help stop the IRS. I'll cut your penalties, slash your interest, and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company with over 30 years experience helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. And we have a nice 95% customer satisfaction rating. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS, are facing an audit, a lien, or levy, then call me right away. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. The human body is more than 60% water. Your brain and muscles are 75% water and your blood is 92% water. Water is vital to your body, and alkalizing your water is the key to keep it running at its best. 
AlkaVision Plasma pH drops keep your entire body healthy, boosts energy, promotes weight loss, and even fights cancer. Call 800-518-7615 or go to AlkaVision.com to find out more. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Hey, you know, you may have a career in radio, Don Ecker. <laughs> Keep that up, my friend. Now, what you're telling us here creates also the climate to ask this question. If something took out our civilization tomorrow, it's gone. What would be left 1,000 or 5,000 or 10,000 years from now for spacefaring travelers who'd come to Earth and try to figure out what was going on? Well, one thing that uh, they would probably still be able to detect are nuclear reactors. Well, at least something will last. Yes, but if you look at, at everything else, the cities would collapse and eventually uh, decompose because of the the ever-changing weather, weather patterns, rain, winds, what have you, would break down, it would blow away. Uh, Metallic objects like automobiles eventually would rust away. There would probably still be plastic around. Uh, Maybe some uh, old McDonald's styrofoam, uh, you know, cups and and (laughs) that type of thing which, uh, you know, have a half-life of, what is it, a gazillion years? But uh, most everything would just be gone, Gene, as a result. They may find, if uh, they cared to look, they may find some ancient, ancient wrecks underwater. But for the most part, there would be very little to see on the surface. And that creates a very interesting question here. And that is, if... Most evidence of our advanced civilization or what we consider to be an advanced civilization would be gone due to some kind of catastrophe. We can maybe suggest the same thing happened on Mars. The question here is, and that gets back to Hoagland, it gets back to any of the Martian mysteries. Are we seeing there or can we see there any evidence of a past or existing civilization on Mars? Well, there are people who would argue that we can and we have. The infamous face on Mars, and there have been other photographs, uh, not quite as well known, but there have been other things that have been discovered. Uh, And there is a very active civilian research community, you know, scouring every photograph released by NASA that comes back. And, uh, you know, periodically on the web, and course, Gene, if it's on the web, it must be true, right? Absolutely. Even if there are 12 versions of it. Exactly. That's right. So, you know, on the web, you'll periodically see these photographs pop out, you know, and somebody will have a caption on it. Oh, mystery woman discovered on Mars, you know, or uh, mystery creature discovered with, with eight legs and 15 tentacles and that kind of stuff, you know, which I just you know, I, if I see it, I, I just move along. Only 15 tentacles, maybe because one was cut off. Yeah. You, you have never, to think they'd be symmetrical, an even I'm, number. I'm holding out for the cave girls to be discovered on Mars, but that's, that's just me. 
But, so what was that movie that came out a long time ago, Earth Girls Are Easy, where extraterrestrials come here? Yeah, to- Tommy, uh, let me think. Who was that, that actor? Famous Disney, I think, a former Disney actor was the alien here. Oh, yeah, back in the early 60s. But, you know, Mars has always held a fascination for uh, especially folks here. I mean, we can go back to H.G. Wells, uh, who wrote what is recognized today as one of the very first science fiction novels ever, War of the Worlds. Uh, We've always had a fascination. Ancient people have always had a fascination with Mars, identifying it with the god of war and so forth. So, you know, Mars is uh, one of those places that we owe it to ourselves to eventually get there with human beings, not just robots. Now, uh, back in in 1988-89, when uh, I had first met Zachariah Sitchin, okay, who was then in the process of writing a great series of books about ancient humankind and what may have been uh, their uh, dealings with an extraterrestrial presence. Uh, he wrote a book titled Genesis Revisited. Now, I, I bought all of Sitchin's books and devoured them. And uh, I was fortunate enough, we, we met, we developed a great friendship. And I called him up when I read Genesis Revisited, and, and I asked him, because he had some very provocative things, including a number of provocative photographs in that book. That's how I was able to break the Phobos II story, uh, a Russian then Soviet probe with a NASA with several NASA scientific packages on it that was on its way to Mars because at that time the United States and the Soviet Union were in tentative talks about putting together a joint mission to Mars with Soviet cosmonauts and American astronauts. This is what they were talking about. And something happened to that probe, all right, and it was destroyed. Now, the bottom line was, before the probe disappeared, it had photographed Mars, okay, in all light spectrums that it was capable of, including infrared. And Sitchin put me on to the fact that the Russian probe discovered on Mars— and it's something that today is never talked about, but it discovered hot spots on Mars. Now, define hot spots. I will. Mars has been considered geologically dead forever, okay? It doesn't have any geological processes that are really detectable like we do here on Earth. For example, we have an active core here on planet Earth. One of the things that that active core does is provide the planet with a magnetic field, which protects us quite a bit from harmful solar radiation. Mars doesn't have that. So Mars, even though it has what is recognized as the greatest, highest volcano In the solar system, I believe it's Olympic Mons, 
Mars is dead, but yet something was generating a heat signature on Mars that was photographed by the Phobos 2 probe. Now, I asked Sitchin because I, I had a feeling what he was going to tell me. But I asked him, I said, well, what Zachariah could have caused that? What might they have discovered? And Sitchin told me in person it was his belief that an ancient spacefaring civilization had returned to Mars and set up some type of operation on the planet. Let's figure out more of this in our next segment. An existing base on Mars. Hmm. Please check plus.thepowercast.com, plus.thepowercast.com for the Powercast Plus. We give free ebooks for long-term memberships. We're offering a lifetime membership. We've got Gene and Chris and Don Eckert. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. The Genesis Communications Network is one of America's premier broadcasters of captivating talk radio. We thank you for listening. Now, now, just imagine, there are thousands of people who are just as passionate about radio as you are. But what you may not realize is how easy and affordable it is to advertise with us. Radio commercials for your business could be heard on hundreds of radio stations across the U.S. every day. We can help you by creating an effective radio advertising campaign for your company. From script writing to producing your commercial just like the one you're listening to right now no other network provides the level of customer service we do when it comes to radio advertising we are your one-stop shop and no matter how big or small your business is we can help email us and advertise at gcnlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website advertise at gcnlive.com easy affordable effective if you're like me, you're concerned about the stock market and the economy. You're asking the questions, but it just doesn't seem that you're getting the right answers. Well, my friends at the Wealth Preservation Institute not only have the answers, but they've put together a free report, How to Survive the Upcoming Economic Collapse and Protect Your 401Ks, IRA Savings, and Retirement Income. Don't hesitate. This report's for free for a limited time by calling 888-772-2929. That's 888-772-2929. Take back your financial lives today.
Most of us already know that taking a fish oil supplement to boost omega-3s is a good idea. But did you know that about 60% of Americans are actually deficient in omega-3s? Did you know that most fish oil products contain only about 25% omega-3s and the remaining 75% is undesirable fish fat? Heck, did you know that more than 90% of fish oil supplements sold in the USA are not even made here? If you want to boost your omega-3s using the finest American-made fish oil, check out Nutrigold Fish Oil Supplements on www.fishoil.best. Nutrigold fish oils are independently five-star certified and guaranteed to be exceptionally pure. That means no more fish burps. Best of all, just one Nutrigold fish oil capsule contains more omega-3s than four standard fish oil capsules. Go to www.fishoil.best or call 888-920-1497 and use promo code BESTFISHOIL to get a free one-month supply. That's www.fishoil.best or call 888-920-1497. Hi, I'm Dr. Sam Nussbaum with the Anthem Foundation. Premature birth is the leading cause of death of babies and disabilities for children. That's why we support the March of Dimes to help mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in supporting cutting-edge research, treatment and outreach to help moms during their pregnancy, and give every baby a healthy start in life. Learn how you can help at marchofdimes.org. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Ah, yes, one of the better ones out there. You know, there uh, is a Hall of Fame for Paracast stingers. Don Ecker, and you've joined the Hall of Fame. Oh, great. Do I get a silver star? Um, hmm. Well, you certainly deserve one for putting up with this field for all these years. <laughs> we'll figure out something. We'll figure out something. Any case, let's get back to the possibilities of Mars. Spacefaring civilization, they set up a base there, but we sent probes to Mars. Are they hiding from us? Well, how do we know, and, and this is once again the purest speculation, how do we know that they haven't seen something and they're hiding that from us? I mean, we just don't know. Because when you live in a society which increasingly more daily is covered by secrecy, we never really know what the real truth is. Now, look. Back in that time period when Phobos II reached Mars in January of 1989, all right, and I, I know I've said this before on uh, not only the Paracast, but on my own show and other shows, but in January of 1989, Phobos II made it to Mars. The Russians had lost their first probe shortly after liftoff, which was uh, in July of uh, 87. And uh, their first probe, when it disappeared, the Russians blamed it on a series of human operator error and computer error. But, but the second probe made it there. And it immediately started photographing not only Mars, but also the Phobos moon, because that was one of its primary objectives. Recall, I said that the tentative idea was to send a joint mission to Mars. 
by the Americans and the Russians. And had they have carried through with that, their plan originally was to get the spacecraft to Mars, to land it on the Phobos moon, and then use the Phobos moon to step down to Mars itself. That was what they were talking about. Well, the Phobos II probe encountered something else. Now, this is where today, if you bother to talk about this case at all, the controversy emerges. You see, in Sitchin's book, okay, which was Genesis Revisited, one of the photographs he had in there was a photograph of Mars and the atmosphere of Mars. Now, Mars has an atmosphere. It's not like Earth's atmosphere, but nonetheless, it does have one. And you couldn't breathe the Martian atmosphere, but that's beside the point. It's there. And reflected off this atmosphere was this huge ellipsoid shadow, okay? Clearly visible in, in this photo plate in his book. So then as the Phobos II probe was taking photographs in the infrared of Mars, of Phobos, and beyond Phobos, it saw something. And this something was a huge cigar-shaped object. Okay, this is according to the Russians. This is not according to Don Ecker. And the Russians then, Glav Cosmos, said this object turned toward their probe and hit it. In effect, it rammed it. And whatever that thing was, when it rammed the Phobos II probe, it turned it into a spinner, what they called a spinner. And... They lost all contact with Phobos too. That was the end of the story. Now, in Zachariah's book, he mentioned that it took one final photograph. Well, in April of 1991, after the Iron Curtain fell, one of the former leading lights of the Soviet elite was Dr. Marina Popovich, who was over here talking about, among other things, UFO sightings in the former Soviet Union. Now, at the time before the Iron Curtain fell, the Soviet Union was, as we all know, at least if we were paying attention, that it was a closed society. And as a matter of fact, of Soviet officialdom often made fun of what they saw as this Western fascination with UFOs. But the fact of the matter was, the Russians had their own problems with UFOs, including sending jet fighters up to chase these things and losing pilots, just like we did in the West. Now, Popovich knew a lot about that, because not only was she a PhD, but she was also a former Soviet pilot, a colonel in the Red Air Force. And she was one of their leading aviators. She had broken, my God, uh, how many aviation records. You could look her up online, but she was the real deal, okay? She, she had the right stuff. 
for the Red Air Force. And she was talking openly and frankly about this. And I asked her about this case, okay? I figured she would know about it because she lived in Star City where all their cosmonauts and everything was, all their scientists concerned with outer space and outer space activities. She knew all these people. And number one, she was shocked that I, a Westerner, knew anything about it. But I told her how I knew and and what I had discovered. And I asked her about this photograph that allegedly had been taken by the probe right before its destruction. And she told me that she would be coming back to the States later that year, and she would ask about it. Well, she went back to Russia, and she spoke to one of her contacts, which was a cosmonaut by the name of Leonov, I believe it was. And he went into their archives, got her a copy of this photograph, gave it to her, and good to her word, when she came back, she brought it with her. And I got a copy of it. And as a matter of fact, for the first time ever, I showed it on national TV on Larry King Life. This photograph showed in infrared this uh, Mars moonlit Phobos and this object behind it. And according to the Russians, this object was 15 and a half miles long and approximately one mile in diameter. So the bottom line was they were convinced that something inexplicable was there. Now, after I released the photograph on on Larry King Live and later we ran stuff in UFO magazine about this and this case... Immediately, the skeptics came out. Oh, that was nothing more than a computer glitch. That was just a stream of unverified data, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, you can expect that kind of thing. Was there actually something there? Well, I got to be honest, I don't know. I wasn't there. But according to the Russians at the time, there was something there. And that something rammed their craft and destroyed it. So... I mean, you know, you're going to have to make up your own mind about that. Well, I want to ask you, and we're going to have to break in a moment, about the space program, about what appeared to have been the end of the space program. Do you believe in a secret space program about the possibility that maybe we have already gone to Mars? We don't have to wait till 2030 or 2035 when I expect I will not be here to witness the occasion. We ask you listeners to check out The Paracast Plus, the source of the ad-free version of this show, the After the Paracast podcast, and more, plus.theparacast.com. Check our new offers with free e-books, lifetime memberships, plus.theparacast.com. We have Don Ecker joining us of Dark Matters Radio with Gene and Chris. You're in The Paracast. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to produce an endless supply of nano-sized silver solutions right from the convenience of your home. Silver Lungs. With the addition of our unique lung delivery system, respiratory infections are targeted directly, where traditional oral administration simply cannot reach. This pioneering method also preserves the original particle sizes and delivers your silver solution directly into the bloodstream. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com. Did you know that drinking pure, high alkaline water is one of the most important factors in maintaining high energy and vibrant health? Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops, available only at AlkaVision.com, combine a unique formula of only the most alkaline minerals. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops alkalize your water, ridding the body of harmful toxins, and helps you regain health and energy. Alkalizing your water by simply adding 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops helps the body rid itself of acidic waste, increases oxygen content, and raises the pH of your body to healthy levels. And bacteria and viruses cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops for only $29.95 at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. My dad was 59 when he collapsed from a heart attack late last year. Just this past August was when we spread his ashes on the St. Croix River. I loved my dad, but boy was he stubborn. He hadn't been to the doctor in over 25 years. His excuse? He simply couldn't afford it. 
He wasn't a rich man by any means. At less than $107 per month, libertyoncall.org would have been the perfect alternative for my father. Don't wait. Go to libertyoncall.org right now for not just your sake, but for the sake of your loved ones. Again, that's libertyoncall.org. Hi, it's Grant Cameron from presidentialufo.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. With Gene and Chris in the Paracast, Don Ecker is joining us. I framed a question in the previous segment about our space program. Do you think there's a secret space program advanced enough to have already made extended voyages to the moon and possibly to Mars? You know, last Friday night, as we do this show today, uh, I was, believe it or not, talking about that very thing. Now, the crux of that conversation basically dealt with, hey, we have absolutely, we civilians have no idea how advanced avionics is today. And, you know, for that matter... Propulsion. Now, there are those primarily in the fringe elements of the UFO community that will uh, go on and on and wax poetically about America's secret space program. Now, you ask me, do I think it's conceivable? Actually, Gene, I do. I really do think it might be possible. I found it incomprehensible several years back when Obama canceled manned space program. We have a presence on the International Space Station, yet we have to depend upon the Russians to get our astronauts up there, bring our astronauts back, and to resupply the space station. Well, them and the Europeans. And I just find it incomprehensible that America, who basically had the first moon landing, and for that matter, the only moon landings, okay, were American that we we are aware of. And today, we can't basically put a, a man or woman in orbit because we don't have the capability. Well, now, maybe Elon Musk will figure it out. Yeah, maybe. But but here's the other thing. I also could not comprehend when the United States Air Force canceled the SR-71 Blackbird airplane because they had nothing publicly to fulfill the role that the SR-71 was carrying out since the early 1960s. Here was an aircraft that today, today, 2015, the top speed of that aircraft is still classified, something that is supposedly obsolete, something that never had a carry-on project to fulfill that role. Do I believe that? No, I don't. Okay, just like I don't believe that we couldn't, if push came to shove, put human beings from the United States of America into space. So, is it conceivable for me to think that we might have something back in the black, dark corner. Well, yeah, I do. I think it might be conceivable. Chris, you want to pop in a question or two? Well, I, you know, again, I've, I've been uh, of the mind that I think that uh, 
that we do have some sort of presence uh, up there that's classified. I think Gary McKinnon, I mean, I got a Harley going here. Uh, the, the Gary M McKinnon uh, hacking job mentioned what, Don, uh, I think 150 uh, off-planet officers. And I, I, don't think, uh, I, I don't think that was a hoax. I think that there really is some sort of presence up there. Now, how advanced our technology is, whether we have anti-grav technology or whether we've been able to travel to other other planets, uh, I'm not sure. But it just, you know, it harkens back to the very enigmatic quotes uh, from Ben Rich, the, the, the head of uh, the Skunk Works, so who started the Skunk Works, is saying that we have the technology to take E.T. home and everything that you could possibly imagine we can, and everything that you can imagine we've already accomplished. So, and, and then something about we figured out the formula and so, you know, there, there are enough hints out there, I think, that suggest that we do have a presence, but to what extent our technology is advanced to the point where we could travel to Mars uh, and, and bring, a, bring a, a human presence there, I, you know, I'm not sure. Um, I, I'd give it a 50-50, though. Well, with that in mind, Chris, and, and you made some excellent points, with that in mind, last Friday, when uh, we were doing DMR, our open line Friday show, uh, I was talking about that week. I had gone back to two Kehoe, Donald Kehoe books, uh, one from 1955-56, The Flying Saucer Conspiracy, the other from the very early 60s. And I was rereading passages in those books. And in those books, what I was primarily interested in was what Kehoe was talking about Mars and what was known about Mars then and the moon, incidentally, then, and what we were talking about today, because that was in the aftermath of this quote-unquote big JPL announcement about finding salt water on Mars. And, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And Kehoe was talking about uh, the state, at that time, the state of research as he knew it. And I'll tell you what, the things that he was saying, which today are virtually forgotten, were things like in connection with what was known about Mars, the search for satellites in then Earth orbit. Now, satellites in Earth orbit? 1955? I mean, the, the Soviet Sputnik launch didn't happen until 57. Well, what in the world was he talking about? Well, at the time, it was a huge story, but two, two, not one, but two mystery satellites had taken up orbit around the planet. When this story broke, and one of the leading scientists that was uh, researching this was Dr. Lincoln La Paz, who is a, a famous, famous name in the annals of UFO research back in those days. They were talking about these two mystery objects that, incidentally, the American government claimed. Now, listen to this. They claimed that they believed that they were non-artificial. They were natural meteorites or asteroids that came in from deep space just happened to have the right trajectory and they took up orbits around the planet one at 400 miles one at 600 miles okay 
And when we finally got our space program going, hey, we might even use those as a space platform to get further out into the universe. Now, of course, that was the purest poppycock you could imagine. Imagine trying to, you know, convince the public of something like that today. But the fact remains there was something there. And incidentally, then they left. Now, explain that one. But they were there. They were tracked, okay? And nobody had a clue what in the hell they were. But I think we can all speculate. So, yeah, the more things change today, okay, the more they stay the same because you've got to be cognizant and you've got to be familiar with what has gone on in the past. And now we're talking about 50 and 60 years ago. But the same questions are being asked, guys. Okay, just for the reference, if you want to look it up, folks, The Flying Saucer Conspiracy was published in 1955. The next book, which is, I assume is what you're talking about, his next to last book was Flying Saucer's Top Secret, 1960. Right he, right. he wrote one more book called Aliens from Space from 1973. And then he was 76 years old. And that's around the time I met Kehoe. I met Kehoe several times during the 60s and in the 70s. Now, I remember, Don, and we can expand on this in our next segment. I remember in some of those early books, he was still talking about the Martian canals. This is before we... Right. Had concluded there were no Martian canals, but that goes back to his earliest books. And he was making a really big deal over the possibility that if UFOs or spaceships, he wasn't thinking so much in terms of the galactic neighborhood, other star systems, but another planet in this solar system. How interesting. Well, yeah, it was. And, and not only that, but I mean, it providing... Uh, there was some kind of a presence on Mars, and we don't know one way or the other. But let's say for the sake of this discussion, there was. That doesn't mean they were indigenous. Perhaps they were what uh, Sitchin was talking about, a reactivated space space of some type. But here's the other thing that Kehoe made a point to point out to the public. Let's do our break, and then we'll find out the point from Major Donald Kehoe. And the significance, okay? We have Don Ecker of the Dark Matters radio show. And that's, you know, one of the premier shows on the paranormal. We're happy to recommend other shows that we think where you can get really solid, reliable information. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. First game attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online 
The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. My name is Bill Bonner, and I'm the president of the largest private news and research network in the world. And I paid for this airtime because I have an important message to the American people. There's a change coming that the government isn't telling you about. This change has deep implications for life in America, from where you shop to the doctors you visit and the family you want to protect. Look, I've made predictions like this before. Thing is, I was right then, too. A few years ago, I warned that housing prices would collapse. They did. Before that, I warned that dot-com companies would crash. They did. Those who listened had a chance to save themselves. But this has nothing to do with the stock market. This will affect us all. You can watch the video for free right now by going to disappearingdollar.com. Again, that's disappearingdollar.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We have Don Ecker joining us, retired UFO researcher who isn't quite out of the game yet. And we're talking about Major Donald Kehoe, the pioneer UFO researcher who wrote his first book around 1950 and wrote several more through 1973. He hung on through the age of 91 before he died in 1988. Tell us more, Don Ecker. Kehoe, back in those days, who incidentally was considered to be one of the huge, biggest thorns in the architects of secrecy about the UFO topic, but Kehoe made a point to elucidate to the American people and people around the world that every time Mars made its closest approach to Earth. And, you know, Mars, every couple of years, it comes in pretty close, cosmologically speaking, to planet Earth. UFO sightings dramatically increase. The number of sightings, the number of reports really spiked in those time periods. And back, I, Gene, you may be able to correct me if I'm wrong, but back about 1954, 1955, there was an astronomical big, big thing going on where all these world-class astronomers were heading to South Africa because Mars was making its closest approach. The thing garnered a name in the press. They called it the Mars Patrol, and they were going to do some very in-depth viewing of the planet Mars to answer a lot of questions, not the least of which was, are there canals there or not? Canals, okay, that is somewhat of a misnomer. Because the guy that originally coined that term 
was a an Italian astronomer by the name of, and I may mispronounce this, Scaparelli, I believe. But he said canali, okay, which doesn't mean the same thing as when we say a canal. It's not quite the same thing, although it sounds the same. Basically, what Scaparelli, and I hope I'm not mispronouncing his name, was talking about were throughways or waterways where water flowed. Whether it was still flowing or not was anybody's guess. But these canali, okay, is what they were looking for. After they got down there, and after they, they did their viewing, they did their observing, inexplicably, according to Kehoe, the secrecy gates closed down over it. Now, of course, I'll be the first to admit that Kehoe had a pot-boiler kind of mentality when he was writing these books. Not that his information was not accurate, but he liked to really spice it up a little bit, juice it up a little bit. That was his writing style. The thing that bothered a lot of people were the so-called recreated conversations. It read like a low-rent mystery novel. And by the way, Kehoe was a novelist also. Don't forget, I mean, this is something that most people are not aware of. Okay, with Donald Kehoe, but everybody knows he was a Marine Corps retired officer. Many people are not aware that he was a graduate of Annapolis. Many people are not aware of he was an aide to Charles Lindbergh after Lindbergh's world famous flight to Europe, the first human being ever that we're aware of that crossed the Atlantic solo by himself in a small rickety airplane. And when Lindbergh came back, he was, of course, applauded as a national hero. We're talking big, big, big stuff back in those days. And Kehoe wrote a book about that. I forget now what it was called, My Time with Lindbergh or something. But Kehoe was no schlub when it came to that. And he was a very well-known, recognized aviation authority. When he was still active duty, he led the first Naval Marine Squadron from the United States flying into Guam. Okay, so this guy had a lot of accomplishments in his background. He was involved in an air crash. He was injured to the point where they medically retired him. Although during World War II, they did bring him back for a desk job. Kehoe, he knew where a lot of the bodies were buried and the then top military figures in the United States. Hey, Kehoe was on damn near a first name basis with most of them. Roscoe Hillencotter, the first director of the Central Intelligence Agency, who later sat on the board of NICAP, was a buddy of his. That's right. They went to school together, as a matter of fact. But right now, let's get back to Mars, the Martian mysteries, the possibility that maybe we've already visited Mars, whether there is some sort of life there, even if it's not native life, but maybe a base of some sort. Now, looking at this today, 2015, I want to get into lunar mysteries in a few moments. Looking at this today, 2015, what do we have to do to prove any of this? Physically go to Mars or what? Or have them contact us? Well, of course, if they were to contact us, that would be ideal. But uh, for all we know, maybe they did. But we would not be told about it. Uh, you know, <laughs> 
how would we prove it? Well, Gene, you know, looking at it through the lens of, of my experience in the field, I think that would be impossible. Why do I say impossible? Well, number one, you know, we kind of jokingly referred to the Internet. Hey, if it's on the Internet, must be true, right? Well, quite frankly, nothing we see on the Internet is uh, ironclad. Anything can be doctored. Uh, the photographs, my God, yes. Uh, photographs, uh, no photograph I see. Uh, do I believe at first sight? It's just, you know, maybe it's my innate cynicism, but I've been burned too many times by garbage on the Internet. Uh, it's not that I'm necessarily distrustful by nature, but, you know, 99% of the time, you have no idea who it is that's putting this stuff up there. You have no idea what, uh, you know, their plan might be or, or what, you know, what lays behind disclosing this top secret information. There are too many jokesters, hoaxers, and BS artists out there. You just can't trust anything. So even if it comes from an official government spokesperson, I would, excuse me, just on the surface, I would be distrustful of it. And I really kind of hate that that aspect of my personality, but I've just seen too much. And I think you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, I often suggest that if the government disclosed that UFOs were real, that they were extraterrestrial, that the major governments of the world were in touch with E.T., most people wouldn't believe it. No, they wouldn't. And uh, my next immediate question would be, where's the money? Okay? Follow the money. Because if, if something like that were publicly announced, hey, guys like you and I, Chris, others, you know, that have been in this field for any length of time are going to be looking for the MacGuffin. What's the MacGuffin here? What's the real deal? Uh, I just, you know, I just, uh, and maybe this can be traced back to the Robertson panel in 1953, because that was originally the government plan to handle UFOs. UFOs are to be ridiculed. That's the best defense against UFOs. They're we have to do this, otherwise our show will be ridiculed by our sponsors not getting the love. We have Don Ecker joining us this week. We want to remind you to check out a way to hear our other radio show after the Paracast. And you do that by going to plus.thepowercast.com, plus.thepowercast.com. You join the Paracast Plus. You get the ad-free version of this show. You get after the Paracast, more to come. We offer free books for long-term memberships, a lifetime membership. Yeah, a lifetime membership, plus.thepowercast.com. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com 
That's A2, that's number two, A2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. This is a healthcare alert from the Pain Relief Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You don't have to suffer any longer. You can immediately qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you by calling our 24-7 Pain Relief Hotline at 866-389-0620. Delivery is free and all paperwork is handled for you. If you are on Medicare and have knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain, don't wait. You can qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost by calling our 24-7 pain hotline now at 866-389-0620. Our representatives are standing by 24-7 to take your call and rush you your pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you. Shipping is free and all paperwork is handled for you. Just call 866-389-0620. That's 866-389-0620. Again, 866-389-0620. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. 
with Gene and Chris in the Paracast. And Chris is on the road, on Skype, in a truck. Okay? And he's trucking along, which is why the reception's been hit or miss, but it's been pretty good now. We have Don Ecker joining us. And I wanted to suggest we take the last three segments and focus on lunar mysteries. So, anything new on the moon? It's a bad rhyme. Don Ecker. To anything report. new on the moon? <laughs> He has to repeat the bad rhyme. (laughs) Not that I'm aware of. No. Although, okay, I will say this about that. Uh, (laughs) It sounds like an imitation of an old president. I want to say this about that. Yeah. (laughs) I recently spoke to Robert Kiviot, okay, who was the executive producer of the lunar show that uh, I was on back in, uh, when did that air? 2014, I think, where I publicly released uh, the lunar photograph that I have been holding on to for years, which has what appears to be a, a pipe running through a crater and, you know, the lunar research that I've been involved in since the early 90s. And uh, Kiviat told me that that show has been picked up by another network that is going to be airing it again. And, of course, he's going to get residuals and what have you from that if they do it. And I said, well, that, that's really great, Bob. Uh, what, what's that? Uh, how's that benefit me? <laughs> he said, well, uh, I guess it doesn't. I said, that's right. So, <laughs> but that show is going to be uh, on, on uh, the tube again in, in some places, although... Uh, it is available on Netflix, so if you've never seen it, except for the Mona Lisa on the Moon crap that uh, the Sci-Fi Channel insisted, according to Kivy, it be uh, embedded in that show, there is some interesting stuff in that show. Uh, I'm not saying the Mike Barris stuff is interesting, but, uh, you know, there's, uh, there is some good material in there. We have a question for you, Don. Uh, it forum.theparacast.com. Whereas our listeners probably know by now, you can log on, become a member of the forum, and ask questions of our guests every week. And this one comes from a fairly new uh, sign-up, uh, Ron Away. And he's wondering uh, about your opinion on individuals in the field. And, and his question is, we all have our own opinions on the fraud, charlatans, liars, and hopelessly gullible paranormal participants of all the people you've met interviewed and worked with etc etc in this field can you name your top three for honesty integrity and diligence thank you well my top three i mean hey there there are and were uh you know some very honest diligent people out there going back to my basic entree into the field back in the the late 1980s just off the top of my head and believe me when when uh, you're asked a question like that there may be other people out there that you know feel slighted and uh, you know uh, upset and put out that you didn't mention their name over the years there have been a lot of people that I have known that were you know, very diligent. Uh, Zachariah Sitchin, number one. Sitchin was a personal friend. I had the highest regard for what he did. A lot of people, you know, consider uh, his material to not be pristine. Hey, 
Everybody is subjective about this kind of stuff, but you're asking my opinion. Kevin Randall is uh, another guy that I've had the utmost respect for. Uh, Dr. Jesse Marcel, for what he brought to the table. Uh, people like like uh, William Bromley and his work, uh, I had high regard for. I mean, good God, George Knapp. I'm, I'm going a little beyond here with just three people, but George Knapp uh, did some fantastic work bringing information out to the public. Uh, there, there are, uh, you know, there are a, a number of people. Uh, as a matter of fact, we could probably do a whole show just on that aspect of it, but I don't know who to tune in to listen to it, Gene. So. <laughs> Just mentioning names. Well, if we're going to ask that question, and you responded, what about the reverse? Uh, oh, an, another one. Another excellent researcher. God, uh, lest I forget, let me let me mention his name, Dr. John Brandenburg. Uh, John Brandenburg is, uh, is aces in my book. He's not only a superb scientist, he's also a very... A courageous guy because he's gone public in an area where he risks academic censure. So, you know. Okay, so looking at the good guys, what about the bad guys? You want to drop a few names? Uh, you know, Gene Gully, I've done that so many times on this show. You know, it's like a who's who of, of who's the biggest BS artist uh, uh, fraud. Not really. I really don't. Do you think any more names would be added to the list as a result of the Roswell Slides debacle? Hey, if they haven't already been added to the UFO Hall of Shame, somebody is asleep at the switch. Uh, you know, those kind of things. I, I was queried recently about the infamous uh, Steve Greer uh, movie that came out about that mummified fetus, you know, probably of some Native American, you know, child that was discovered over a century ago. And, you know, they, they started carting this thing around, ended up in a museum. And then, you know, Greer did a dog and pony show on it. That's the kind of stuff that just offends me to no end. And, uh, you know, Sure, they they should be right up there in the UFO Hall of Shame. All right. Yes, I guess if you do that, it gets to be so disheartening. Okay, this one, Don, comes from Sublight, who's a member of the forums, and he's asking his question, forum.theparacast.com, and he goes, Hey, Don, you've always been one of my favorite guests. We always talk about UFOs landing on Earth or possible bases on the moon, Mars, or other places. But do you know of any investigation into non-earthly spacecraft that could be orbiting non-earthly spacecraft? <laughs> I'm having a hard time reading in the car. Uh, orbiting the sun or in some type of orbit around the Earth or somewhere else in our solar system. Now, we did talk about the phobies, the Russian probe. What about the Black Knight? Uh, that's, uh, that subject crops up every now and then, supposedly an ancient satellite orbiting the Earth. And what about some of these solar anomalies with uh, what appear to be large craft that are uh, orbiting the sun or, or uh, sucking energy out of the sun? Where, where do you come down on all that? Let's find out the answer on our next segment with Gene and Chris. 
If you haven't joined our forums yet, go to forum.theparacast.com, forum.theparacast.com. There you can actually pose questions for future guests. And just as important, you can check out the upgraded membership to the Paracast Plus, where you get the ad-free version of this show, the After the Paracast podcast, and more. Check out our forums, forum.theparacast.com. With Don Ecker and Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. There are hundreds of silver products on the market today, but there's nothing like the astonishing health benefits of the multi-patented One Silver Solution. Boost your immune system at a great price with our Silver Solution Liquid, starting at $12.95 a bottle, now available in regular and extra strength. That's half the price of the leading competitors. Call 844-USILVER for your free catalog or go to OneSilverSolution.com. OneSilverSolution.com. There is only one Silver Solution. Virtually anyone can hack your cell phone and track your calls, your texts, your emails, your every movement, but only if they can detect a signal. Stay one step ahead of hackers and Big Brother with a Blockit Pocket, a custom-made pocket infused with pure silver that creates a complete Faraday enclosure for your cell phone. For free shipping to the lower 48, visit BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618, BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Paid non-attorney spokesperson, Ricky LeBlanc, admitted in Mass only. Sokolov Law, LLC, Chestnut Hill, Mass. Ken Levan, responsible attorney in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Greg Hobby, New Jersey. The choice of lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, most cases of this type are referred to other attorneys for principal responsibility. If you know what mesothelioma is, you or someone you love has likely been impacted by this devastating cancer. You may be entitled to compensation. Call Sokolov Law today. 1-800-218-HELP. The only known cause of mesothelioma is asbestos exposure. Thousands of hardworking men and women, including many U.S. veterans and industrial workers, have been diagnosed with mesothelioma because manufacturers knew the dangers but put profits ahead of people. An estimated $30 billion in court-ordered trust has been set aside to pay money to asbestos victims. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma, call now. You may be entitled to receive compensation without ever going to court or filing a lawsuit. Call for a free legal consultation at 1-800-218-HELP. That's 1-800-218-HELP. So you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At ContractorExam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, ContractorExam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.ContractorExam.com today. Hi, this is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers 
customers simply because that's what longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have longevity. Healthy, organic, fresh fish, robust, mouth-watering vegetables, all from your home. It's called aquaponics. This brilliant, self-sustaining protein and veggie system is perfect for year-round growing. Know exactly where your food is coming from. Aquaponicsource.com is the one-stop shop for all your needs. Fish, fish food, plumbing, full systems, classes, and more. Learn to build your own system. Go to aquaponicsource.com for a free guide to aquaponics. That's aquaponicsource.com. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. I want to assure you, those of you who are wondering, yes, Chris O'Brien is in a moving truck. Yes, he's using Skype on his iPhone. He is not driving that truck, correct? Correct. I am not driving the truck. <laughs> okay, because I know the Arizona Highway Patrol just called and they wanted to find out. <laughs> Don Ecker, let's have your answer to the question Chris posed from our listeners in our last segment. Okay, the Black Knight is personally one of those stories that I have always found fascinating that actually goes back to the, the late 1950s, uh, before really the Americans had a presence in space. Uh, the Russians had launched Sputnik, and uh, we were still struggling to get a rocket off the pad that didn't blow up or fall over. So here was something that, according to the scientific uh, establishment at the time, that weighed in at approximately uh, 1,500, I think, 1,500 pounds or a couple of tons, they were able to determine this thing in a polar orbit. Okay, now periodically over the years, this story has cropped up several times, or more than actually several times. And, uh, you know, there have been those that uh, claim that they've solved that mystery. I don't think it has been entirely solved. Uh, as far as other craft orbiting the sun or craft out in the, you know, non-earthly craft, of course, I'm talking about, out in the solar system. Uh, I have seen stories and reports about objects that have been discovered traveling through the corona of the sun and what have you. There have been some YouTube videos. But like I had mentioned earlier with uh, the Internet, uh, these kind of things are, you know, I'm very twitchy about accepting that stuff at face value. Is that to say that there's not anything out there? Well, no, of course not. There very well may be, but I have not seen anything that would, for me, be conclusive evidence. 
Let's move back to the lunar topic because we have like a segment and a half here. Again, catch up our listeners in terms of lunar mysteries, what we're focusing on. Well, the bottom line with lunar mysteries, although today, if you were to go to, uh, like here in, in Los Angeles, California, Griffith Observatory, a world-renowned observatory uh, currently headed by Dr. Ed Krupp, and you were to ask Dr. Krupp, well, doctor, tell me, what, uh, what's been discovered uh, on the moon, or, or how is lunar observation proceeding? Krupp would tell you, quite frankly, well, we don't watch the moon anymore. Oh, really? Why is that? Well, there's nothing interesting up there. I mean, after all, we've been to the moon, you know, a half a dozen times, and there's just nothing happening up there. Well, that's not entirely true. The bottom line is the moon has proven to be, because it's closest astronomically to planet Earth, has been one of the most observed bodies in the sky. And that goes back for centuries. And centuries ago, world-class astronomers, going back to at least 1541 A.D., have observed lunar mysteries, a lot of lunar mysteries. And after the invention of the telescope, even more lunar mysteries have cropped up. Okay, so the bottom line was, even before Apollo 11 touched down on the moon in July of 1969, when they were preparing to go there, NASA contracted to an academic study to basically document lunar anomalies that ended up going back 400 years, which proves, if nothing else does, that the moon is a vastly fascinating, interesting place. And, you know, it's like everything else in the UFO or even the paranormal field. When you start talking about things like this, it becomes problematic because everybody has a different opinion on it. Back in the mid-1960s, which was a time period that Gene and I both recall pretty well, there was tons of, of uh, chatter about what we were going to do after we got to the moon. There were a lot of things, not the very least, which was putting a military presence on the moon, although that wasn't talked about too much publicly at the time. But that was something that went back even to the 1950s when the Pentagon was looking at that, was looking at the idea of putting a military base on the moon. We were going to build manufacturing processes. We were going to do all kinds of things. And there's that other thing that they were concerned about and they wanted to get to called helium-3, which is a, a substance on the moon which may have long-term implications for energy production down the road. But once we got there, we inexplicably stopped. Now, here are some of the rumors about why we stopped. We stopped because rumor, once again, 
because there was already a presence on the moon that told us we were not welcome there at the time. Now, is that possible? Yeah, I think it is possible. And there certainly seems to be enough circumstantial information that would suggest there are non-natural artifacts on the moon. Non-natural artifacts, which can only mean that there are artificial artifacts on the moon. And if there are, who put them there? Okay, how did they get there? And whoever put them there and got there, are they still there? And we just don't know because we stopped going until the mid-90s when the Department of Defense sent a mission up there to totally remap the moon. Now, that never made sense to me from a scientific standpoint. It wasn't NASA that went back. It was the DOD, Department of Defense. Were they looking for something? Well, if they were, we never found out what it was. So there are tremendous questions. And if the Chinese decide to go there like they're talking about, it's going to be interesting to see what happens once they get there. When are the Chinese supposed to go there? Do you recall a time frame? Yeah, around 2020 right now is what they're talking about. Right, that's what I think. And the thing I wonder here when we talk about the space program, they're saying that we're going to get to Mars officially in 2030 or 35. And I think in 1969, we land on the moon with technology far, far more primitive. But now, assuming, of course, the government would allocate the funds, which in this day and age is really a serious problem, regardless of the political parties in the United States, if they were to allocate the funds, why would it take 15, 20 years to get there? Why couldn't we have some kind of program where we can get there in five or 10 years? Why must it take so long? We're going to have the answer to that question in a moment. I want to tell you about the lifetime membership to the Paracast Plus. Yes, we also have monthly subscriptions, annual and five-year subscriptions. Go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. We'll tell you about how to get the ad-free version of this show after the Paracast and more. Free eBooks for long-term subscriptions, plus.theparacast.com. We have Don Ecker. With Gene and Chris, you're in the but- Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many 
formats I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to produce an endless supply of nano-sized silver solutions right from the convenience of your home. Silver Lungs. With the addition of our unique lung delivery system, respiratory infections are targeted directly, where traditional oral administration simply cannot reach. This pioneering method also preserves the original particle sizes and delivers your silver solution directly into the bloodstream. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com. So you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At ContractorExam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, ContractorExam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.ContractorExam.com today. My name's Clyde, age 59, and I reside in Florence, South Carolina. The doctors diagnosed me as having clogged arteries. Felt like I was carrying heavy concrete blocks around my feet and legs. I started taking heart and body extract as directed. It is less than three weeks, and I'm like a young man again. It's unbelievable that an herbal formula can work so fast and so powerfully. Learn the secrets of an effective, natural, 100% organic nutritional supplement for a healthy heart and circulation at hbextract.com. Sciatica, lower back pain, hip pain, poor posture. If you suffer from any of these problems, get ready to relax. Introducing an amazing product that's been in the market for over 25 years, the Sacro Wedgie. It was invented by a football coach using a common sense osteopath technique. He created this device to help his athletes by isolating and supporting the sacrum, which is the keystone of our anatomy. This wedge-shaped bone is in the center of our hips, where a lot of pain starts. Simply relax 20 minutes daily on the amazingly simple Sacro Wedgie and let gravity do the work, helping muscles rebalance and start releasing nerves. Sit in the sacral wedgie at the computer or while traveling to help correct posture to finally help relieve those stubborn aches and pains for only $33.95. It's made in the USA, so click the family-owned website at sacrowedgie.com, spelled S-A-C-R-O-W-E-D-G-Y.com, or call 1-800-737-9295. That's 1-800-737-9295. Relax your back pain away with the sacral wedgie. Hey, Berkey Guy here. Are you still drinking unfiltered tap water? Does your water contain chlorine or fluoride? Will you have drinkable water in an emergency? The Berkey Guy is here to help you remove these and other potential contaminants from your water, thus helping you drink clean, purified water. We offer Berkey water purification systems at the lowest available prices online. Don't go another moment without Berkey System. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands drink clean, purified water. Join them by visiting GoBerkey.com or call me, the Berkey Guy, at 877-886-3653. That's 877-886-3653. This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. But why should it take so long, Don Ecker, to return to Mars? Is it budgetary? I'm sure we've got the technology. 
Well, you're asking me for my speculation, and I can only speculate that if we had a reason to get there a lot quicker, we would, okay? You know, it's kind of like the moon thing. Now, if you go back and reread Phil Corso and The Day After Roswell, okay, that he co-wrote with, uh, with Bill Burns, regardless of how you feel about that book, Regardless of whether you think it was crap, there was some good stuff in there, Burns made a potboiler out of it, whatever, okay. The bottom line is, Corso talked about something called Project Horizon. And Project Horizon was ostensibly a military plan to get up there to the moon in the early 60s that then was taken away from the military because NASA was created by President Eisenhower. Could they have gotten up there, let's say, by 1961 or two or three? I have no idea. But I have a suspicion that had they wanted to get there, they had a need to get there, they had a pressing problem to get there, they would have given it the old college try, Gene. And I think the same thing about Mars. So it all depends upon motivation. What is your motivation? If uh, we don't have any pressing motivation, yeah, it may take until 2030, 2035, even 2040. But if we have a pressing motivation, and God only knows what that might be, I, I think we could get there quite a bit before then. Well, once again, the government doesn't want to allocate the money. And you can blame any political party you want, but... Let's face it, since the 1970s, the space program activity has gone. Unless, of course, there is the secret space program where they've already done that. Yeah, but remember what I said, having a pressing motivation, a public pressing motivation. That could be, God, anything from an environmental disaster here on Earth to uh, an alien presence in the solar system they couldn't deny. Uh, It could be anything. But if they wanted... To get there. I have no doubt they'd find a way to do it. But the other question is, if we were to do it, would we do it in secret or would we make it a public matter? Well, once again, <laughs> you're, you're asking one of those imponderables. It would depend upon why they wanted to go there. What if, for example, Sitchin was correct, that a previously operating space base that went dark who knows when, was reactivated, and it had security implications for planet Earth. Well, okay. Now, sure, this is speculation. This is uh, just basically wool gathering in the brain. But who's to say? And if they had to get there, they'd get there. Would they talk about it? Well, in a case like that, probably not. But, uh, you know, it's like anything else that sooner or later things would start dribbling out in drips and drabs, and it would be hard to say. Well, that, of course, goes back to the revelation about flowing water on Mars. It's trickling down. There may be other stuff. Do you think they're holding back the real fact or some kind of real fact that's way far and above just some water, some salty water? We can't handle the truth. Well, when it comes to secrecy, when it comes to secrecy, we never know what the truth is. You know, I hearken back to the X-Files. Now, the X-Files was with uh, Agent Mulder and Scully, okay, was, was some real pot boiler entertainment. It was 
vastly loved by the American public because they were talking about things in that television show that were actually happening in real life. Real life, okay? There is secrecy. There is government lying. There is government deception. Everybody knows it. The problem is they just don't know what all the time they're being lied to about. That's why, my God, they're bringing the X-Files back in January of, of 2016 for a limited run. They, they know that they kind of captured some lightning in a bottle, but that's, that spills over and filters into real life. And uh, ergo, there you go. So, you know, uh, who knows? So let's look in the final couple of minutes here about your plans. Is it just doing the radio show or do you have any other things you want to try to do, try to accomplish in this life? Uh, <laughs> well, that, yeah, probably unless, you know, an asteroid were to fall on me tomorrow. But, well, uh, that would certainly end all the problems, wouldn't yes, it? Yes, it would. It would. But, uh, yeah, there are things uh, that, that I, I want to do and that, as a matter of fact, I, I am doing right now. Uh, you know, this time of year, as we do this show, uh, starting in September up through the end of the year, every year, and it has been going on for a long time, I love to do fiction writing. And my, my secret little niche here in the house where I love to write, okay, uh, invariably, I like to delve into horror. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, God only knows, but I just love doing, doing horror writing. And uh, I've been, been working off and on on several stories that, uh, you know, uh, who knows? Someday may make it into print or not. Uh, but, you know, that's that's what I really enjoy doing, Gene. Do you expect any revelations about UFOs of any significance or just we keep on keeping on? Well, going back to my foray into the field all those many years ago, everybody was talking about, hey, in the next three to five years, one of the most infamous papers in UFO research in the last 30 years, although not so much today, but especially then, was John Lear's hypothesis. If we, if you remember that pot boiler he put together, okay, that came out in 87, and he was talking about the secret alien presence on planet Earth and secret treaties made with the government and people being abducted and having implants put into them. And he infamously reported, and in three to five years, the aliens are going to switch those implants on. Well, guess what? It's 30 years later, and nothing to speak of. So, you know, I, I, uh, I just am very cynical about those projections. That is always true. We always hear these predictions of this is going to happen in the UFO field. It's going to be next year or after. Kehoe was talking about that back in the 1950s in his early books. It's going to come. It's going to be inevitable. And it never was. Don Ecker, please tell our listeners where they can find more of the things you do. 
Well, the name of my show is Dark Matters Radio. I have a, uh, a presence on Facebook, of course. Who doesn't? Uh, Don Ecker and Dark Matters Radio on Facebook, or it's Dark Matters Radio and the Don Ecker Fan Club. I am there. Also, Dark Matters Radio airs on the Cyberstation USA network. Real simple to get there, dqrm.com. DMR runs Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Pacific time. That's 1 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Friday nights is our open line Friday show from 9 to 11 Pacific and uh, basically, I, I do it for the love of the subject. I like talk radio. That's what I do, which keeps me, Gene, off the street, out of trouble, and out of jail. You can find us on Twitter. We're, we're known as the Powercast. Look for the Powercast on Twitter. Look for two Powercast fan clubs on Facebook. Check out our premium package, where we offer a special version of the Powercast without the network ads, the After the Powercast podcast, special guests, color commentary, and more. And we have special offers at plus.thepowercast.com, P-L-U-S.thepowercast.com. You can join month to month, year to year, five years forever. We give away free e-books from Chris O'Brien for long-term memberships, including Stalking the Tricksters, plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. Don Ecker, thank you for joining us on the Paracast. My pleasure. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.